everybody, welcome to Season 2 of the BG Waterfowl Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Zach Hopper. Thank y'all for tuning in. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the BG Waterfowl Podcast. Today, uh, probably my personal opinion, one of the most exciting guests just because of the project that we've got going on uh, with him, Mr. Heath Van Landingham, that is the mastermind behind our new cut down, The King. And, man, I feel like it's going to be a really good episode. A lot of uh, details about our new call, uh, very in-depth analysis, I guess you would say, um, and then also going to actually get to know Heath a little bit better if you don't know him already. But uh, here's the man himself, Mr. Heath Van Landingham. How you doing, Zach? Man, doing good. So, uh, I mean, just vaguely, you know, briefly, whatever, just kind of tell folks what you're about, where you're from, you know, the, not the nitty-gritty, but the broad, broad analysis. The cliff Note version? Yeah, Cliff Note version. As you all know, my name's Heath Van Landingham. I'm Arkansas boy. Uh, first started my duck hunting, I'm not going to say career, but adventure. Uh, probably not 13, 14 years old. A couple of buddies of mine, Mark and Mike Wilmoth, got me started going. Few years later, I was, I'm going to say, use the term blessed enough to be raised in those woods with Mark and Mike and also with Johnny Mafus and even Kurt McCullough. That's a, uh, the last one you mentioned, that's a big name too. That's a, that's an OG in the, in the timber woods right there. He is, man. He is. Kirk, uh, he taught me a lot and just, man, he, anybody says they don't know Kurt McCullough, they hadn't been around the duck hunting world at all. Yeah, I tend to have to agree with that. But, uh, uh-huh. yeah, we, uh, like I said, we got a lot to get into. Um, but the bulk of this conversation is going to be about our new cut down. But, um, to kind of start it off, I mean, when, I mean, everybody in the cut down world knows your name. Um, I mean, if, if you truly know a cut down, you know Heath Van Landingham and uh, cutting olds, cutting mondos, cutting everything else. Um, so, I mean, just kind of give your a, a brief little background into that and, I mean, what got you started on, on tuning up calls for folks and, uh, like, why do you do it? Uh, it's just the interest, the fun of it. Uh, sometimes it's a pain in the butt, as you well know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess when I first started doing it, I was hunting with Boo Malfus and just sat there watching him do it. And one day we got every month and I picked up one and started doing it on my own. Messed up more of it. Excuse me, messed up more than I made sound good at first, but I mean it's a trial and error thing until you get it down. That's exactly right. I can I can vouch for that. And there's I don't think Adam knows how many inserts I've screwed up. He probably doesn't want to know. But yeah, when I first I got started, yeah, when I first got started, man, there was probably more in the trash than there was done in the box. Um, yeah, man, sometimes just one swipe is one too many. Yep, and there ain't no taking it back. It's a completely different call after that. As you, yeah, as you right. well know. That's right. So, I guess kind of getting more into our call, and you know, when this episode comes out, it's going to be um, probably the morning of. So, when people hear this, it's probably going live tonight. Is is what I'm planning on. 
And, I mean, I'm kind of chomping at the bit. I'm on the edge of my seat, have been for, I want to say, months now since we got these first samples in and going back and forth and getting feedback. And once we got these calls in, the finished call, and had them engraved, man, it was just – I hated we pushed the release date back so far. But, man, I'm – I'm excited, and I know you are too. And yeah, I was telling Adam the other day. I'm I'm excited to get the feedback on them. I am too. The the feedback, and then I mean, just for us personally here, it's it's this is kind of our relaunch. I mean, you know, we had a really right. good year last year. Um, as folks that listen to this podcast know, we uh, came out with the first new acrylic call that BG's had, and man, like five or six years, and and. and it had some excitement behind it, but it didn't have like a, a name behind it. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody knows Adam and his background and stuff. Right. I mean, he's never been, he's in the competition scene, he's been a judge, right? He, and, he's right. Put, and he's helped put him on, but he's never blown in one. And, you know, I, like I tell every people, I don't blow on stage. I just blow in the woods and I, I like to I call ducks. Adam, I think Adam's good for me and Jimbo uh, a time or two in our contest. Well, he might have, but, you know, he, he's not a, world champion or anything like that you know what i'm saying right right um, right it's just a good old boy like the rest of them. yeah an arkansas boy um but for, for that anyways we haven't you know had anything that was like had a name behind it that you know everybody you know cut downs are a, a cult <laughs> the cut down world's right. a cult man we're crazy we're we, we i think yeah. i don't necessarily know that anybody is just tied down to one brand it's i mean anybody in the all things cut down page uh shout out to them you know, it's almost a, a big family in there. I mean, people support me. Yes. I mean, take Devin Singleton for one. I mean, dude's hyped up for our call. I mean, we we, we like Devin and like his calls. And, I mean, Spence yeah, Alford, I mean, guy. he's been real positive about what we got. And, I mean, it, it's just, you know, all these, you know, bigger names in the industry that people know. And, you know, seeing – you know, we, we had, I'll just put it out there like this. We had a lot of doubts um, yeah. because of the name and – what it used to be known as, but man, just that community in general is just kind of like, dang. I mean, this is this is for real. Like we could, you know, this might actually I mean, put I us brought the name back for sure. Yeah, we we it, it feels like we've got a chance to be back on the map again. And I mean, just right. the, opp- the opportunity is cool in and of itself. I mean, really, that's right. and we're man, we're we're just humbled and you know, it, it's just it's crazy. We're so appreciative and that. But like I said, that community. Our, our crazy cult cut down selves or it's just, it's an awesome thing to be a part of and um, encourage anybody that's listening. That's not in that page. that has an interest in cut downs. You need to be, uh, I mean, you can learn yeah, a lot uh, just by listening uh, to videos. I mean, reading comments, people asking for advice. And I mean, you know, you always got your bad apples, but man, the, the positivity in there of, you know, feedback is, is really cool to see, but um, yeah, I think everybody, you know, close to us is pretty excited about this one. And like, I, I mean, this past year, I mean, we were, we've worked like, I think we've told people we've worked on this call for, gosh, man, talks started over a year ago. I'm pretty sure. Has it been that long? <sighs> man, it's been a while. Um, it is, I guess it is. yeah. Cause I want to say, man, we started messing with your insert. Your your round hole, golly, I don't even know. It's been a while. Um, yeah. And I know that, I mean, it was frustrating for you. I'm sure it's frustrating for us trying to get it right. Like, we were going between and, 
you know, yeah, man, it's, it's hard. It is, it's hard to get one thing to satisfy a lot of people. That's right, but um, I'd say a lot of work has went into this, and everybody that's involved, I'm extremely proud of, and very blessed to be working with with the folks on, in on this. And agreed um, on that. And very, very excited for for I guess when this pod comes out, podcast comes out, it, very excited for tonight and to see and then after that the the feedback from folks really um and then i mean this is going to be a shelf queen for most people or shelf king i should say but <laughs> um <laughs> but once i mean man like i was telling heath before we jumped on the like started hitting record i was like man i've blown through like we have 50 of them and so i've blown through most of them when i was boxing them up and uh that's another thing we'll get into here in a second but man i would I'd put any of them on my, on my lanyard to hunt. I mean, I, and I think you'd say the same thing. Um, yeah, and they're all tuned a little different. I mean, that, like we was talking, it's hard to tune for my It's hard for me to tune for somebody in Texas, you know, without them sitting right there. But right. we can get them all fixed up if the one's too hard or too easy for somebody. We'll take care of that. Yep, and that's you know we'll we'll make that announcement with with the rest of everything else that. But um, you know. Like you were saying, unless you're sitting in front of somebody at an expo or unless somebody gives you a detailed message that you want a real, you know, flat top in like a round hole has and a, you know, really. Yeah, what they're looking for out of it, exactly. Exactly. And, and that's just hard to do. And that's, you know, a challenge that I face here in the shop is when we send a order out for the web. Man, I'm tuning it like I would tune it to hunt it. But right, somebody right, that's hunting my- in North Dakota probably don't give two crabs about what I have to say about it. Um, yeah, that's one of my biggest fears when I'm working on calls for people when they send them to me is when they get them back, are they going to like them? Right, and so that that's a thing for everybody to keep in mind that, um, I mean, going forward, you know, just keep that in mind that we tune them for what we would put on our lanyards, and that necessarily ain't for everybody, but we will 100% make it right. And it's like we were talking, tunings, I mean, once you've been doing it, I mean, I hadn't been doing it, not even a fraction of how long he's been doing it, but – it, once you once you go through a few hundred of them, you, you kind of know what you're looking for at that point, right? And what you want out of a call and how to make it happen. So somebody will get you taken some care are, of. Some are easy and some are booger bears. I promise. <laughs> they are, man, and it don't matter. I mean, the tolerances, you know, on these machines running these calls are are so tight and uh, you know so strict. I was very but, surprised. Yeah, it's you know the tolerances are strict, and you know they're all going to be very close, but. But like we were saying, you know, these these the, the signature series that we're releasing, it's a camo swirl, and man, you got three or four different colors, four I guess, um, going into this call, and they're going across the tone board, and you know they're they're different, and so yeah. like he was saying, not one is really going to be identical to the other just because of that fact. Um, and I do think there's the. The different, however many colors go in it, like the swirl, like when you were talking earlier, the swirls, or even the ones that's got pearl and flakes in it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think those are the hardest to tune at times. Mm-hmm. I think the different material, the different dyes, the uh, the pearl flakes in them. I think that all affects the sound of them. It does, and like somebody you said, else, a lot of people might not agree, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, and now that we've kind of here have have rebranded and brought back the the high end acrylic side of things. And we've, you know, started introducing new colors to the lineup. Like, you know, we've got solids, we've got pearls, we've got translucents and they all sound just a hair different. 
just because right, of the exactly. density, I guess, of that specific material. But right, and and like you said, some of them are just man. You could put a cork and read in them, not touch the tone board, and they're everything you want them to be. And then exactly. the, the call sitting right beside it, you work on for fifteen minutes to get it like the first one was. And then some you work on 30 or 45 minutes and chunk them out the front yard. <laughs> That's exactly right. You go right in the trash bin. But, That's right. You know, I, like That's I said, right. just excited about this one. But my, my question, and this is for everybody that's wondering, because some people have seen us talk about it and kind of asked us. So just kind of general information here. you got a keyhole and a round hole. And I guess I'll right. let you get the more in the fine-tuned details that – what we're talking about a keyhole and a round hole, we're talking about the PSO from Illinois back right. in the day. And when the old timers started cutting these calls, you know, what way back then, that's what we're referring to. Cause, um, I mean, really OG Mondo, I mean, that correct me if I'm wrong, that was Jim's modified keyhole. Yeah, that was a modified old green, is what I call it. Uh, right. It's keyhole and it's green tape on. Now, he lost one in the woods years ago, but he's got another one. And it's, uh, that's the call that the Mondo was designed over after, I should say. Right, and and I would I would be I would just branch out and say that seventy five percent of new age cutdowns uh, are probably based off of a modified keyhole. Um, I would say probably more than seventy five percent. Right, I was kind of holding back a little bit, but there's very yeah. few round hole modern a lot of people really don't like the round hole a lot of people don't like them uh what i cut my teeth on boom off it's what he cut for me when oh i don't know i was 18 19 years old maybe right and i still carry that call to this day yeah no it's always on my lanyard uh i might have hunted a keyhole half dozen times in my life just always preferred the sound of a round hole yeah i mean you're talking like a uh like I don't know for sure because I honestly I've never talked to the to the man, but uh, you get you get a more flat sounding Kirk McCullough style. Um, uh, I wouldn't say a flat Kirk McCullough sound as much uh, to me. They get louder. Yes. Uh, I'm going to use the term echo, not echo call, but the sound of an uh, echo sound. Get more echo in the woods with it, right? And and that's kind of what I not, not flat as in it sounds flat and dull. Flat, as right? In, on the I top mean, end, it's just it's gonna carry. Oh, it cleans up. It's gonna carry yeah, that clean note. Whereas yeah, like a keyhole is just to me. right. It's yeah. just like it's hitting a brick wall and sound wise, it doesn't get any more. Mm-hmm. But that's my opinion. I mean, yeah. like I said, I've hunted a keyhole maybe five, six times my whole life. Round holes what I cut my teeth on is what I like. Right. And so I guess, I mean, in all honesty, round hole was kind of a uh, big leap of faith to, to jump that direction. Um, yeah. And, uh, a lot of people don't like them. A lot of people are, were shocked when they would hear one that had been worked on. Yes. Yeah. Um, and man, if you find somebody that's running a round hole, it's, it's like you said, it's uncommon. Not, not many people right. just cause it's, it's, it's you a sound. I can tell you something you probably don't know, and a lot of people don't know. Kirk used to blow a round hole that he had painted O.D. green. Mm-hmm. And you won't talk about one sweet call. He and Steve Schultz would swap that call back and forth to each other. Yeah, I didn't know that, but that's a, yeah. that's another legend in the cut down 
world is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, I tell you what, I, I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, and this is kind of a little off subject. Man, some of the videos he puts out, man, it, not that I've ever been a part of like the 80s nostalgia of, of the duck hunting back right. in those days, but man, right. that, what I would have done to have been a part of something like that. And I mean, man, I, you could probably talk you to it. Yeah. And just, that guy has been the death of, whew, I'd be afraid to even start in cow, but I'd say this I'd like to have a dollar for every one that he was a part of dying. Yeah, that ain't that ain't no lie. I don't necessarily know that I'd be sitting here doing this. That's probably no. Nah, I wouldn't be going to the paper know. mill. Right, <laughs> I wouldn't be going to the paper mill every day. I could promise you that. Yeah, but uh, man, that's hey, some good stuff he puts out. That the OG he footage that he puts out. He's a killer, man. He, yeah. he he can read ducks. He knows what to do. I mean, he's he, like we said, he's been the death of many of them. Bro. Yeah. But the bottom for Arkansas to the pea fields in Canada. That's right. Yeah, he, uh, man, I just, he posted something the other day, just like, what was it, like the early 90s, a freeze or something like that, and all the ducks. And then, like him, man, what was that one story? He, him and his group, his guiding people or whatever, they were keeping this one timber hole open for God knows how long. Uh, it's a whole, like, I think that man has a book by now, just off his Instagram post. But um, man, reading. He's talking about up there on the river when he was keeping his pole on the river froze up. I mean, yeah. froze up on the Arkansas River. Yeah, man, that was in the early. Oh man, that was around ninety nine, two thousand maybe, two thousand two thousand one when we had a major ice storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you'd have to stay in the hole all night and keep the motor night. running and blow the whole. Uh, Holes open and keep the eyes from forming. Like man, man, that was miserable. Hunt, I promise you, <laughs> man. But he, uh, the, the, he didn't make it sound too miserable. He made it sound like it was pretty fun. But uh, oh, it was definitely <laughs> fun because man, you had the only open water around. Oh yeah, you could wear a pink jumpsuit and kill them. I'm sure. Yeah, Kirk absolutely murdered him, man. Golly. Uh, yeah, but uh, kind of going back to to our call. So keyhole round hole. I want Heath Van Landingham to kind of. What is the difference? Why do you, I mean, why do you go? I mean, you kind of hit on why you take the round hole, you know, approach. Man, um, it's. But the difference uh, is technically in them. The difference is, you know, material wise, you know, the old originally was a round hole. Same mm-hmm. tone board as the keyhole, but the exhaust was a round hole. Mm-hmm. One I gather from Dave Jackson and a couple other guys I talked to is. The only thing the keyhole was was a tool they stuck in the insert to be able to pull it off the mold. That's where the keyhole design came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Difference-wise, to me, material-wise, mm-hmm. is a uh, different sound from the plat- hard plastic than you get from the rubber. Right. Uh, so same tone board. No, the round hole. Now, the original early hard rubber round hole, yes, was the same tone board, but tone, so most of the tone channels were narrow, narrower and not as deep. Gotcha. And they done the keyholes, uh, widened the tone channel, deepened the tone channel. Mm-hmm. Tone board on a keyhole or a plastic round hole, no, totally different animals. Gotcha. Uh, not near as much as an upslope on tone boards mm-hmm. as the hard rubber ones do have. Maybe the same, maybe a little bit deeper tone channel. Hadn't really ever put a caliper to it yet. Uh, to my opinion, just the, the material. Really, in the 
upslope of the tone board. Right. Which, I mean, I guess when, if you take a round hole or a keyhole, I guess that has been modified, I mean, traditional, and you right. stick them side by side and blow them, I mean, the major difference, like we said earlier, is going to be a cleaner top end that... Uh, I like more of the subtle, raspy part on the low end. Mm-hmm. Then on the high end, I want it to clean up and clear up. That makes sense. Right. No, I, I, I get that completely. And I think, I think we hit the nail on the head with this king call. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what if I was not, just about to say. If not, we can get it there. If somebody wants more or wants less, we can put it in it. Yeah, and like like you said, I think with this call, I mean, obviously it's not an old, it's not an old tone board. We've got, I would say, a yeah. lot more surface area to play with. Um, right. That PS old, you know, like if you're trying to modify an old, it does not have that. So I wouldn't necessarily say that we could turn this into a keyhole because, I mean, it's, it's it's it is drastically different. I would say yeah, in, the tone board and 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 like the slope of the tone board and everything like that. But you can you, you can and I know you hate the word, but I mean just to kind of relate to everybody, and I've always used it. The bark. Yeah. I mean, it's got yeah. bark. I mean, I would say the middle range of this call is it. it that's one of my favorites. Is and now that we, and we were talking about what we're doing, you know, different as far as tuning them and. Well, we were talking about the differences and ended up saying that we were kind of doing some similar things as far as, you know, correct, loosening correct. up the bottom end. Um, correct. I like a loose end on the bottom end. And I, and I will say that this call, I, and this is just me, I'm biased. I, you know, I, I kind of push. I thought we both kind of are. <laughs> I, I would say that, you know, we name the call, you know, what it is because – in my personal opinion, I think I've, I've blown a lot of cut downs. And as far as a traditional, when you think of that that black PS old and you close your eyes and, and blow this call, I think that you get some nostalgia out of that. And in my opinion, you get the you don't get the really choppy feed. I mean, you can if you want it. We can definitely put it in there, but it, it's right. got it's got the duck 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 and it's not the, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's got the, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not a meat call, if that makes sense. Um, right. And I'm definitely not just, so I have to cover my own butt here. I, I think most people out there are making a phenomenal cut down. I'm not putting anybody down. I think, you know, Man, what's, what's out all there. The, all the companies out there now are putting out good calls. And, and there's something for everybody out there. That, that's the it thing is, too. man. And, all these companies are putting their heart and soul in it because mm-hmm. they know that the cut-down world is growing. I mean, I can remember back when I was guiding with Moffins in Biomeda and even up there on the river when it got out of the banks. Maybe maybe 10, maybe a dozen cut calls in them woods at the time back then. Yeah. I mean, so, and now... It's like that's what everybody carries. Yeah, you I mean, hardly ever see a traditional, a traditional J Frank call, uh, or if you do, on the next loop on the lander, they've got a cut call on. Yeah, I mean, of course, we're we're we were born here off of J frames being, um, right? We were Main Street. We we were this company was born off of Main Street uh, winter. Oh yeah, no doubt, um, no doubt. And and that's what we have. But I mean, you 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 know as well as I do. Adam came from hunting Arkansas, blowing a cut down. 
I came from oh, right. Mississippi, and and now ninety nine percent Arkansas. And I've always blown a cut down. You know, I started duck hunting, which is not going to sound very long to you, but over a decade ago. I'm only twenty five. So let's put that out there. Man, you know, youngster. <laughs> yeah, but uh, twice your age. <laughs> yeah, and, and when I picked up the cut down, man, we're talking about early, early mondos, and people right. thought I was crazy, you know, because early, early mondos, it was, I wouldn't even say the cut down phenom had really become a thing yet. Um, no, it's not. If it, so, it wasn't near as much as it is today. No, and I and you know, props to your buddy Jim Ronquist. Um, I think the Mondo is probably what got us to where we're at as far as the cut down world. Um, right. Because they, this, the different variations, they really did make something for everybody. Um, they did. Different they styles. Did. And I mean, the traditional Mondo was, it was a traditional old cut down, right? Um, yep. You got the LA, you got the LT that, you know, on the lighter end, um, people that yep. really they, might not could blow a traditional style cut down. The LT. Then would, they started doing the short barrels. Right. Yeah. Um, I still have a LAS that Jim cut for me, and it's I, I love that thing, but um, I have to put it away now. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah I, Jim, I think Jim might know it. He might know a thing or two about working on the duck pile. <laughs> I would say he's probably done a couple. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, what a, a phenomenal guy, though! And can't wait to see him in Delta. Can't ask for a better fellow, man. He's one of my very best, one of my dearest friends. Yep, he is salt of the earth. If that, if if there's a definition of that in the dictionary, you'd see Jim right there beside that. That's right. Um, I've never seen him mad. I don't really think I'd want to. Yeah. It's, it's the quiet ones and the humble ones that when they get mad, you, That's you, right. you better and look out. It, and Jim Ronquist is a very humble man. Yes, he is. He, uh, <laughs> he still walks around in blue jean shorts and uh, be like, man, I walked up to him, man. It's been, it, he was back at R&T, I mean, which that hadn't been that long ago, but this was – I was still probably a teenager at this time. I was like, man, I, I'm just I, – it's great to meet you. I'm such a huge fan. He's like, oh, man, I, I, ain't, I ain't nothing oh, special. Oh, I ain't nobody. Yeah, that's, that's right. He's like, man, I ain't Parker. nobody. <laughs> you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about, too. He's just a yep. – great fellow. Yeah, we're talking about yeah. – I mean, all the cut-downs out there. Like, there's something for everybody. And people from Canada to Louisiana, all the way through coast to coast, there's – Right. Man, I had somebody from California call me about this call. He said, yeah, man, my whole really? club out here is blowing cut downs. We've got um, maybe some Mondos and some Singletons, but was really wanting to know more about y'all's call. And I was like, in California? He's like, oh, yeah, and people from Florida. That flyway, man, that's a pretty strong flyway. Oh, no, uh, I would love to hunt California, but – they're hunting yeah. rice fields. They ain't hunting trees. Right. <laughs> for, well, right. for the most part. I, I can't speak. I've never been out there. But you, you right. think of California, you know, waterfowl, you think of specks and pintails and a rice field, at least for me, yeah. with mountains in the background. Um, right, right. And then right. I got a buddy in Wisconsin, calls me about it. He's like, man, I've got a ton of people asking about this cut down and if y'all are going to bring them up to the Wisconsin Expo. And I was like, I mean, I'm sure we'll have them, but – there's people asking. <laughs> he was uh, like, dude, yeah. He's like, I don't know if they're like traveling, you know, and they want one when they go down to Arkansas or, or if they're right, hunting. You know, like about it. It's like it's just a southern, southern type call, you know. Yeah, and it's not you don't anymore. Think of people up, up north using one. But I mean, think about it, man. Kurt used them in Canada for years. Jimbo used them in Canada. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, they it's, work in them open fields. They do, and maybe it's – and, you know, you go up there, and I think you could probably blow a kazoo and kill a duck, but um, – Blow a Halloween horn. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy up there, but still, I mean, if you get into the – you know, if you get into, like, just say the Peace River, and there's a an outfitter every other field, I mean, you, you do have a little competition. Right. I mean, it probably right, does right. separate you if you've got, you know, some local Canadians blowing – you know, a double read J frame. <laughs> right. So, but, um, oh, that's Heath. That's what we need to get into. <laughs> what makes a cut down a J frame and why is that going to make people mad? <laughs> what makes a, just a cut down a J frame? Cork slot. <laughs> that's all it is, man. Um, cork slot. And every call out there, unless it has a cork wedge, a wedge, Cajun style, is a yeah. J frame. Yep. I mean, uh, yeah. No. Mm, that's uh, that's a J Frank. It is. <laughs> and it's just. I mean, you heard me use a term a while ago. A traditional J Frank. Right. Uh, yeah. You talking it about has a, a cork center of and a, a cork tab. Right. Right. If it has a cork and a cork tab. It's a J frame. and it's just a simple fact of the outside of the edge of the tone board going all the way down to the cork slot back up looks like a, the letter J. Yep. And the only difference, I mean, for those out there that might be wondering the difference. Is you as far as the material, the actual acrylic or poly or wood or whatever, is the the tone board itself is going to be thinner as far as it doesn't have as much meat as a lot of people would like to call it. Right. Um right. and then more times than not you're gonna have a ten mil read instead of a fourteen mil read. But there, I mean right. there's a lot of people putting ten mil reads in their cut downs now and they have I have I have not tried that yet. A lot of people say it makes them easier to blow, but uh, man, you can put a 14 mil read in a cut call and still have it easy to blow. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I try to tell people is, um, especially going to a lot of these shows is they're like, well, I blow a double read. Uh, what what double read acrylics do y'all have? And I was like, we do have double read acrylic, double nasty. I mean, yeah. everybody and their mom knows what a double nasty is. But I was that's like, right. dude, just pick this call up and blow it and tell me what you think. Right. And they're like, this is a single read? I was like, dude, I can cut it to be easier to blow than double read. I said, that's right, just, that's right. the biggest myth I think there is, is in calling this. Yeah, and, and that's uh, a lot of people think that a cut call has to be hard to blow. Yeah. That is bad wrong. Yeah. I mean, it just depends it on made who just got it cut. Be, you know. That's right. It can made, be made to be just as easy to blow as a daisy cutter or a, one of your double nasties or anything. Right. Yeah, there ain't no cut down call does not have to be hard to blow. No, and I, and that's what I try to tell people is, I mean, if you want to break it down to the science of it, to if you're talking about to a technical level, a double read, as far as if you want the full range of a duck call, a double read's harder to blow than a single read because that top read is restricting the movement of that main long read. I agree, I agree with that. I, I agree mean, with that. I mean, and don't get me wrong, the, the low end of the double nasty, just because we're on the BG podcast, I will talk about our double read. You know, it, it's great. I mean, I think the acrylic double right. nasty that we've kind of remodern or redid, um, it's probably the double nasty 18 at this point, but um, right. the new tone board that we've put on it and stuff, I mean, it's, I mean, it'll ring with, you know, some of the best single reads, in my opinion. That's right. Um, as far as like your full range, I mean, it's got a great chatter, but it don't have, it's not as loose. And, and that's kind of what we were talking about earlier is if you want your, you know, if you want to send this back or whatever because you want it looser, that's what kind of what we were talking about and how we, 
you know, right off the rip, that's what we're doing to these calls is loosening up that bottom end. I mean, that's what you're doing with the top read on a double read is adding that that you took off with the sandpaper or the emery board or whatever. It back up. You're putting it back on there. Right. Right. And right. So that's, that's kind of, I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with a double read. I mean, if you, if you're in a honey hole and all you got to do is quack, I mean, or blow a yeah. cadence at them, I mean, say a double read, I mean, that's the way to go. But, uh, and a lot of people still blow them. I mean, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with them. And now people are, uh, Devin is, uh, I know, I mean, I don't know that he's offering them. As far as like on the website, I don't know I'm, if they're in. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they're in his lineup or not. But I know he will too. One mm-hmm. with the double read. We had a guy come in here. Well, he actually came back in the or up to the shop like yesterday. But when he came up here to get a, an audible tuned, um, he picked one up. He uh, he had a double read, maybe a micarta uh, singleton, and right. I, I blew it. I'm like, my God, this thing is. It screams for a double read. Yeah. It was I great. Devin, Devin puts out great products. Oh, he's, great dude. Good thing about it, he's a good little old dude, too. And mm-hmm. I say little because he ain't but about two foot tall. Yeah, he'll probably hear you say that. He'll probably have some uh, words for you. Uh, it won't be the first time he's heard me tell him that. <laughs> yeah, he's a great <laughs> Devin's dude. Devin's a great guy. He like is so, a great guy. Dang, I, I was blowing. In fact, before I started working here, the last cut down I bought and the last cut down on my lanyard was his original singleton. Um, yeah, and I loved it, man. Like you said, it was it was an easier blowing cut down, but it still had the full range of of anything. It does. It, was, it does. It, it's, Devin, it's got what they call a rattle to it. Right. He uh, Devin's doing well with his calls. I'm happy for him. Yeah, guys like that, you can't help but be happy for him. Yeah, you know, he he's uh, got a great thing going over there. He is. He uh, man, he took a big jump from what he used to do and. Took a chance and it's worked out for him with doing calls full time. And that, again, that's kind of going back to what we said earlier that everybody in this industry, the call industry, is you know they wholeheartedly believe in what they're doing and their product. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. You know, if you don't say your product is the best, do you actually not? Do you? I mean, do you really believe in it? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm Man. happy for Devin. I'm happy for John Stevens. I'm happy for Spence Halford. I'm happy for everybody. But, exactly, I mean, exactly. But you want to push yours more than yeah. not push it. I mean, right. I'm not going to sit here and be quiet about ours, you know, so somebody no, else can, no, no. can run off with, with theirs. I'm, I'm going to say, like, right. especially coming from our side of things, I, I mean, I would put this cut down up there with any of them. I, re- I truly would. Because, um, like I said, and you know just as well as I do, I've blown Mondos, Singletons, Brutes. Right. I mean, you name it. I'm, I'm, I've probably blown it and uh, truly would put this call up there. You know, as far as having the full range of a cut down, I mean, anything that you would put on stage that you know a judge would be looking for, I think this call would, you know, would, would right. run with them. You know, I think it's all in there. I mean, that's, I guess brought you on because I think you might know what you're talking about as far as cutting a call. Man, I've worked, I've worked on a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and uh, I've worked. I mean, and and going back to the the cut down page, I mean. You get the opinions on who would you send this, you know, whatever to cut. And you're going to see names like Devin. You're going to see names like Heath Van Lanningham. Uh, and there's Jordan a bunch of Bray. Yeah. Yes, a he, bunch of them. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, y'all all will have different styles. But, I mean, there ain't no wrong way to go. I mean. Absolutely. I mean, everybody's got their own way of calling. Everybody's got their own way of working on the call. But, like you said, the cut down community. 
pretty close knit. It is, and I mean, it is pretty close knit. And, and there might be some bad blood that that nobody talks about. I don't know. Oh, about there it. is. I can pro- I can promise you there is. You know, but I mean, but that's anywhere. I think everybody's man enough to kind of just keep it behind the scenes. You know? Yeah, I mean, you always like I said, you always gonna have bad apples. People, you know, right. Like, be pricks and whatnot to other people for no good reason because they're behind a screen, you know. But I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, as far as us, like we go to shows with all these people, so we got to be in person with these people all the time. So we, right, you know, right, right. We, I, and they, what your mama used to tell you, if you ain't got nothing nice, you say don't say nothing. Right, and then you know Adam. I mean, he he's as nice of a fellow as they come to. I mean, he, he's friends he, with everybody. Like, yeah, he's kind of like the old fellow we was talking about a while ago, old Ronquist guy. Adam's pretty humble. Just like Jim is. Yeah, he's, I mean, like I said, this, I mean, the hunting community, we're not even talking about the calling community anymore, the hunting community. I mean, right. as far as like a, the big picture, I mean, we're all in it for the same thing, you know. That's um, right. That's everybody right. wants to kill ducks. Together. And exactly. now when, when we pull up to the ramp together, I can't promise you that I'm going to be nice to you, but <laughs> I mean, I'll say, right. hey, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not going to be right. like that. No, but that that's where you do see some bad blood. I don't think you'll uh, see any oh, of man, that. that's right. That's right. Um, that's, man, getting into that too, man. I, are you ready to shoot a duck or is it just me? Man, I'm ready to see some. You know, I, was, I could kill them. But man, just working a duck. Seeing a duck break the trees and hit the water is what it's about to me. Man, and being 90 degrees outside, it feels like we're a long ways off. But yeah, man, really just, and truly, we ain't. I mean, you talking about early hawker well, here. Just like Jimmy said last uh, Monday night, uh, and it's July. Yeah. We're halfway through 2023. This year's flown. It is, this man. Year's flown. It is. And they say the older you get, the quicker it goes by. And I'm starting to believe they're correct. It's bad if I'm already feeling that and I'm 25. <laughs> I, feel like I, I feel like it should still be turkey season or something. But. Yeah. Really? I enjoy turkey hunting so well. Man, it's just the whole concept of defying nature, whether you're putting a turkey call in your mouth, using a slate call or a duck call or even an elk bugle call, just defying nature is what it's about to me. That's exactly right. And like you kind of mentioned, I mean, don't get me wrong, I would do some pretty sketchy stuff to see a strap full of ducks right now, but just to exactly. kind of sit back and, and work ducks and – I mean, of course, I want to shoot. Don't get me wrong. I ain't shot my fair share of ducks yet, in my opinion. But just being a part of working them, seeing dogs work, seeing the pictures from the camera, like just. Oh, oh, man. It's just people that don't hunt, they don't know what they're missing. They don't. They ain't got a clue. And I would add. I'm even the same way deer hunting, man. I sit in the stand, sit in the tree, whatever. Just being out there with nature, listen to the world wake up. Just seeing the animals and they not know you're anywhere around, man. Yep. Sometimes it's not all about the kill. No, it's not. I mean, and maybe don't get mad. But it at sure me. makes it fun. Yeah. Don't get mad at me when I say this, but <laughs> I want to say duck hunters might know that camaraderie a little better than duck, than deer hunters. You know, if we're talking about oh, strict right. deer hunters oh, yeah. or strict duck hunters, you know, when you right. just theoretically, you get the hole you want and your buddies pull up oh, behind yeah. you. You cook breakfast, you yeah, you stand around the boats, you know, the dogs walking back and forth, everybody's joking, maybe even listening to music. I mean, and and, yeah. then, and then finally, you know, you start hearing wings coming through the trees and before you can see too well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of turned into a different person. 
And, I, and I've kind of right. had to tell people that, that, that if asked to, to hunt with, which I don't know why anybody would ask to hunt with me. <laughs> I want public land. I don't have any private land to hunt. <laughs> but, uh, and I don't have a fast boat. So I don't know why people want to hunt with me. But you know, that's why I tell people, I was like, man, I'm, I'm as carefree, relaxed, joking as they come until it's time to hunt. And then right. if your face is pointed up, I'm going to say something. You know, it's, it's, oh, yeah, definitely. cause I'm, I'm out there to work. Unfortunately, I guess that's a bad term to use. It's not work. It's what I love to do in my free time. But all right. I mean, it's, I didn't spend all that money and come all this way to, you know, flare every group and let you be the cause. That's right. That's right. Um, and man, I, like I said, I ain't seen enough ducks die to quit shooting at them yet and just sit back and maybe when I'm a granddad one day. <laughs> I'll I'll let everybody else shoot. But right now, I'm gonna at shoot. twenty five years old. You got a long way to go, partner. <laughs> I got a lot of ducks left to kill, especially the past couple right. of rough years. You know, right, right. Um, I mean, and you would know it just as well as anybody does. I mean, you, if you're chasing water, you know more than you're. I mean, obviously you chasing birds, but where are the birds right. going? They're going to water, and if you chasing right. water, especially if you depending on the river. That's a lot of riding, man. That's a lot of time in the boat. I mean, that's a lot of time in the truck. I mean, if you're talking about going from the Dave all the way down to the South Unit of the White, I mean, that's 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 a lot of time on the road. I mean, just in it Arkansas, is, and especially it if you're chasing is. the water, it's that's a lot of time scouting. And that's a good thing about Arkansas. We have an abundance of public land that we can go to. It is, that's, but Mother Nature controls it all. That's exactly right, and at least and she don't want. She wants us to hunt the flooded timber. She'll let it happen. If she don't, we're gonna stand around crunch leaves. Yep, and we're gonna hunt a lake, and hopefully the dogs yeah. can go get them, and you don't have to run two hundred yards to a boat and chase a cripple. But that's sometimes right. that's, that's what right. you got to do. Um, yeah. But I mean, kind of comparing weather this summer to last summer, I saw some pictures of Nebraska uh, three years in a row on the same day. It was twenty one, twenty two, and twenty three. Twenty one green 22 was just dirt and then this year was right. it, it was green again and at least you know comparing arkansas because i live in arkansas and drive to memphis every day but right we've had a lot more rain this summer and i um, want to say maybe last month yeah they were saying at that certain time of the year we were 27 inches above mm-hmm. what we should have been in rainfall yep that's exactly. In my right. front yard's dusty every time I mow it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good point too. I mean, the, I'm I drive across the bridge every day, and you know, I see the 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 sand and the dikes out there fully fully exposed. But right, that's crazy there about that in the Mississippi too. Yeah, I mean, but you remember last year? What was it, August or September? I mean, they were they were barely getting barges up and down. But I mean, it, right. it's plenty full for barges right now. I mean, it's, right. Let me find some. Sunken boats last year when all the water. Oh yeah, they found all types of stuff. Car, cars and uh, boats, and there was a in Memphis. There was a, I think it was in Memphis. There was a like a ferry that was sitting on mud. Um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, over there, right where the pyramid is, just what they call Mud Island. There's a boat launch there. Right. You weren't yep. launching a the boat there. Um, I mean, all that was just dry. But I think. You know, kind of relating that to duck hunting, I think any, but you know, Mother Nature, it can turn quick. But yeah, I, I think that's right. I think we might be looking at maybe a more gradual rise in water during the season and not having to rely, so. rely on so. 
maybe not have to rely on necessarily a week of flooding to get us up. Right. Mike can, right. you know, hopefully by Christmas time we'll be sitting at a good spot instead of. Right. I think the last two years we've been waiting what for the last or it's been the last few weeks of January maybe that you know it was actually starting to get there. I know two years ago it was towards the end of the season. You know where I'm t- where, when I say for the water get up, I'm talking about from Clarendon down to Titchener. You know I'm talking about right, that whole right. stretch where the water actually got up and not everybody was crammed right. together in the same hole. Um, yes. But this past year, it did not. It never got quite there. I think we lacked maybe, maybe a foot. Um, right. I, you know, for a, for a lot of places. Um, right. But we were also. I mean, the we were we were dry last year, and this year is looking. looking but you know, a good thing about being dry, it's, it's helping the trees. It is. It is, and just a lot of people don't understand and. I'm like that too. I mean, we want water in the woods right now. And them woods can actually use a year or two without water just to bring back the health for them. Mm-hmm. But the bad thing we is, have... normally every spring they're underwater. But if they can get oh, them yeah. just, especially yeah. while they're dormant, like you said, while right. they're dormant and, you know, for the winter, if they can be without water for a while, that, that yes. really does help. And, you know, that's kind of, yes. you know, Everybody, there's a lot of different opinions about the Arkansas game of fish right now, but by your meter, by your meter right now, I mean, you can go to some spots and it looks clear cut just about. I mean, there's a a tree every 50 feet. Um, Right. And that's, we can look at it two or three different ways. We can look at it the bad way or we can look at it them helping to preserve the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, those woods, I mean, even for me, are not going to be back. In my lifetime, and in, in the areas they're, they're doing that too. I, mean, I, I don't think the people will see some of the things us older duck hunters are seeing by a meter, right? Anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. And I hope I'm dead wrong on that. Yeah, but like you I said, they're I'm they're cutting wrong. out the un. What's the right word for it? Trash trees. I mean, mm-hmm. and they're and they're maybe even cutting some good trees to let the other good trees breathe. You know, I mean, they're not right, right. on top of each other. Because, I mean, honestly, man, you go up to, and you got you got to do that. I mean, you've got to use a better word, prune your area. Right, you do. I mean, just do we necessarily like it? No, we don't like it. But I mean, it's got to be done. Yeah, I mean, you go up, and I'm not going. Obviously, you, nobody would know what I'm where I'm talking about. But I mean, by you meet is by you meet. You go to the upper boat ramp, or you go over there to the the refuge boat ramp. I mean, there's a lot of area in there that's so thick, you know, you would think he was deer hunting or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so so I think what they're doing, like you said, for the futures is beneficial. It just kind of right. – and this is very selfish. It sucks it, for it, us. Yeah, it's selfish to say, but it really sucks for us. Um, right, right. I mean, and we can get mad at them if we want to, but at the end of the day, we can't control what they do. They, they, they've got their biologists and their forestry people that are looking at those trees and – saying what they need to be done. Heck, they know more than I do. They do. I can tell you what happens to a tree when they cut it because it's coming to the paper mill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would be an expert on that part of the of the tree life, wouldn't right. you? Right, right, right. But, I mean, uh, I just sit here and say they're messing those woods up. They're not doing it right, not managing it right. I can't say that about them. Yeah, no, I mean, and I ain't hunted by you meter very long. Like I said, I, I just moved over to Arkansas uh, recently, and, I mean, I really right. didn't. 
I kind of did that in all honesty so I could go on the non-resident days and during the week and not have to, you know, be in a, a line and, you know, I could, right, kinda, I right. could kind of relax, you know, I could, right. I wouldn't have to be wide open running somewhere. Um, right. And I can go in there with maybe a couple guys and, and it'd be, it'd be a fun hunt. Who cares if we don't limit it out, right. but work a few That's ducks right. through the trees and, and you didn't, you know, get in a fist fight at the boat ramp. <laughs> you know, like, especially you get the non-resident days, you know, everybody's pretty chill. Ain't nobody worried about, you know, oh, you're going to this hole. All right, we'll skip over here to this hole. I mean, it, it's really, right. it's really laid back, you know, and then you get a Saturday. And that's the way, way it ought to be, man. That's the way it ought to be. It should be. But like we were talking about, just like in the cut down industry, I mean, Arkansas is, and Arkansas has been that way for a while. This ain't nothing new, but uh, in the cut down world, I mean, everybody's blowing a cut down now and everybody's right. going to put their boat in at Bayou Mita or, Dave Donaldson or wherever, and they're going on a boat race. I mean, it's, yeah. that's kind of like how you yeah. uh, how you virtue signal that you're a duck hunter is that you went and boat raced in Arkansas. I mean, that's, yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm too old. <laughs> yeah, I can't say that. I leave it five after four when everybody's gone. Yeah, no, and that's the good thing about going down to Bayou Mina and stuff during the week is, I mean, you ain't got to be there. You don't have to be in line at 4 o'clock. You can show That's up. At, right. You can show up at five thirty and ease your way back there. I mean, everybody's got their headlights on. Yeah. You know where you can and can't go. That's right. And if there's right. five trucks in the parking lot, you really ain't got to worry about nothing. No, you can just pick where you want to go. And I can remember the day you talking about five trucks. I can remember the day you couldn't have parked a bicycle in the parking lot at lower value. It's mainly where I hunted out of. Yeah, you couldn't have parked a bicycle in lower value parking lot anywhere. Then both sides of the roads from Lower Value all the way up to the uh, Beaver Dam Road, uh, Beaver Dam Turnoff. Mm-hmm. The trucks on both sides, man. It was just unreal. The people, but man, it was fun. Yeah. I was speaking. Of, this is completely off subject, but since you're a deer hunter, man, I saw an absolute stud cross right there this past year. I was headed to Lower, and right before hey, you get to that turnoff right there, dude, it was a swamp. I've donkey. always said that. I've always said, man, that there is a state record in those woods. He was uh, he was a big one. I mean, he was just – he wasn't overly wide. I mean, he had some yeah. good height to him, but he was thick. I'm not even a deer hunter. I, I don't – I care less to ever go again, honestly, but and I probably just pissed the deer hunters off that actually do hunt down there. Because <laughs> there is yeah, a – there's, there's, there was there's a some good ones in there, I promise you. There is some good deer in those woods. I tell you, this is off the subject of a duck call, kind of, but three of the biggest deer alive on the hoof that I've ever seen in my life. Me and Mark Wilmot and uh, Boo was, uh, it's back when uh, you could still be in the woods up on the Cash River Refuge in the afternoons, just when it was Coraline. Yeah. We was in there one afternoon just goofing off. We'd stopped. And uh, I can't remember. We heard the deer walking in the water, or Mark saw him, or whatever, but he grunted with his mouth. And those deer come up to us within 10 to 15 foot of boom in front of his boat. And I promise you, those deer were the biggest I've ever seen in my life. Huge deer, 150, 160, they were one of them. Golly. They're sitting there looking at us. We have nothing but a pocket knife between us. <laughs> And for you, Illinois and Iowa people who are saying all oh, 150, 160, how about you hush? That's a big deer down here. Yeah, it's a big deer. <laughs> that's a big old deer. And, man, that, that's funny you say that. There's a, It was viral at one point. There was a video 
I want to say they were on the Arkansas River. Maybe that ain't true. That's a big river. They were on a river in Arkansas, I know for a fact, and there was three absolute studs that were swimming across the river and jumped up this big bank. Um, wow. Kind of like just what you were saying. I mean, swam right by the boat. Yeah, man. Every one of us about drowned. Me, Mark, and Johnny, all three of us, because our mouth was in the water. <laughs> just sitting there them, looking at them deer. So are you more ready what? to uh, stick a deer, or are you more ready to cause ducks? Man, I'll, I'll say this. I ordered a new Matthews bow the other day. <laughs> I think that so my mind's on deer hunting right yeah. now. <laughs> well, I mean, unless you, well, I mean, not. if you specifically stick to Arkansas, you've got a chance at Canada's and you got a chance at some blue winged teal. But other than that, it is bow season. All right, right. You're right what, about that. What most people, I'd say, are minds are on, um, unless you're going to Canada or whatever. Um, yeah, that's thinking about it. Canada duck season is not that far off. No, early honker for them starts in August. Like their right. early, early goose season starts in August, which is right. nuts, man. It's still just as hot up there as it is down here in August. No joke. No, then when's the duck season open up in October? No, their duck their duck season. I know in Saskatchewan opens September. Like yeah, September, September. Because yeah, we went up there. Um, let's see. When I was in Saskatchewan two years ago, we were up there the first week of October, maybe. Uh, right. It's pretty mild, but I mean, if you're in Canada, dude, that's that's the duck factory. It don't matter if it's 100 degrees outside in December. It's, <laughs> they're ducks, they're there. man. <laughs> you're not uh, waiting on a big, strong mm-hmm. north uh, wind to blow them in to you on a good front. You, yeah. As a matter of fact, you worried about a north wind taking them out of there. If right, anything, right. you know, you kind of want it right. mild up there, to, you know, to start it right. off. I'm sure. I mean, you might want right. the ducks from in you know, the north part, but I mean, you're in Saskatchewan. I'm not an expert um, in geography or anything, but I'm pretty sure you go four hours north of Saskatoon, maybe farther. I mean, you're hitting woods, yeah. like you're hitting the bush. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. if you if you hunt in Saskatchewan, I mean, just about anywhere from the the country line, I guess is is duck. Now, if you go to Alberta, I'm pretty sure you can go a good ways up because the Peace River and that area right, is, right. is way on up there. Right. So, yeah, man. Um, just man, even, I've had some people that did that had have asked me, uh, and you might have mentioned it in your post about the release date is the 18th, yeah. which is next Tuesday, correct? Next Tuesday but from what, the day we recorded this podcast. But like right. I said, going to release this the morning of. Uh, right. So what time are they? Six uh, p.m. Central Time. Six p.m. All 6 fifty p.m. will be available on the website. It is going to be first come first serve. Uh, inventory is being tracked, so nobody can order two. You can only order one. Um, right. They are. I mean, if you're listening to this, it means it's the day of. So they're going to be uh, two hundred bucks. Um, they are. I mean, for those that hadn't seen it, uh, the. Ultra black, micarta barrel, uh, tan acrylic band, camo swirl insert. Uh, we got tan paint fill on the barrel and insert. And then 360 engraving on the band. All hand-tuned by Heath, uh, signed by Heath. Um, if you can't read the scribbling on the insert, it is my signature. It is his. I promise we just got him back from him the other day, and I just boxed them. So, um, so talk, speaking of boxes, tell them about the boxes that are coming here. That's what I was getting on next. And since it's a day of, this was kind of g- going to be a secret. Um, until, oh, well, no, never mind. Until the day of. I, we've got a video that we're posting, I guess, for the listeners today. 
um, right. that, that has the box. The box will be engraved with what is engraved on the call. Um, so it's going to be BG Calls, HV Signature Series, Memphis, Tennessee, and the numbering on the call will match, match the number on the box. And so it's a sliding wood box that uh, on the inside, obviously, you got uh, the like the wood stringy stuff, you know, whatever. Uh, the call is going to be in a brown, like silk or a tan silky bag uh, with the call inside of it, and that's how they're going to be shipped, um, just like that. So uh, we we, we kind of kept that on the down low till the day of to maybe spark some more interest. But huh, I think you know just as well as I do that. Um, I think there's probably 50 people waiting in line right now. So. Man, I don't, I don't think they'll be on your website. No, I could be I, wrong, but I hope you're not. 30 minutes, I think, I think y'all be sold out. Man, I hope so. Um, if that, if that, I just be a big that, confidence booster, <laughs> man. It, it, right. we're, we're not. I don't think. I wouldn't say we're nervous. We're we're really confident, especially in the call. I mean, just from right. the people who've reached out to us, I've had people add me on my personal Facebook <laughs> trying to get on a short right. list and we're not well, I mean, yeah I've had people say man put me on can you get me on the list yeah. I wish there was a list <laughs> yeah and that, I mean like I said we've got a lot of friends man in this industry and especially right. in this cut down world and just man we've we've probably got more than 50 friends that want on the list and just to make it fair to everybody it's just not something that we were going to do right um right now I will say speaking of the cut down you know we've got 25 limited run of the Delta Waterfowl Duck Hunters Expo calls that will be at the Expo. But then that is also where we will be releasing the full lineup of the calls that we'll carry on our website every day. Okay, um, I'm glad you mentioned that because I had some guys ask me, yep. are they going to have any of the teams there yep. at the Expo? We will. That will be our, I'd say, our center focus. But you know, we'll have our full lineup there. We're on the main aisle, booths 124 and 125. They're right, the, that uh, is the 28th, 29th, and 30th of this coming up, uh, this month. Yeah, this month. Just a so couple like weeks away. Two weeks away, yeah. We're, yeah. Man, we're pumped. We can't wait to see everybody, and we're talking right. to folks that are planning on being there, and, you know, a lot of friends that we don't get to see but once or twice a year that they're going to be there. That's right, that's right. Get to see Mr. Heath himself. Um, you I'll be, be there. Uh, you'll be running ragged, there, but you'll be there. Man, I'll be there sometime Friday. I'm not going – Basically the time, because I won't get to leave the work till five thirty, six o'clock at morning. Right. But I will be there. Yep. You bet your butt on that. And then the, the cut-down competition is Saturday. Um, it is Saturday, the 29th. Uh, I'm wanting to say 1 o'clock. I think that's right. I'm pretty sure that's what I've said. But, uh, don't quote me on that. It might be 2 o'clock, but for some reason I'm wanting to say – one o'clock. Yeah, and, I, and from what I've heard, it's going to be a really good turnout for that, which is really good for Man, the calling industry, like the competition. It industry. is. It is. Uh, I think last year we had fifty-one callers. Yeah, which that's a great turnout too for a competition. It is. It is. Um, and I, 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 mean, I suspect it's bigger a this lot year. Of good, oh yeah, it's gonna. Uh, I hope this year we get fifty-two. Yeah. <laughs> just get better you know, every year. Just, but, um, there's a There'll be a lot of good callers up there, I That's promise right. you. And just a public service announcement to anybody that wants to, uh, i tell you this much, you come get a king and let us fix it up for you at the booth and you want to blow it in the competition and you buy it, but you go in that competition in place, I'll pay you back for it. 
I'll put that out there. Adam is not. You can't do that. Adam Adam has not approved that, but I'm pretty sure he'd go right along uh, with that. We idea. ain't worried about Adam. Yeah. We ain't worried about Adam. He should have been on this call to to give you permission. <laughs> yeah, he went he went on an extended lunch break, so he just got back right. in as soon as I walked in here. But uh, yeah, anybody that 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 buys the call and we fix it up for you and you go place in the competition, if that happens, I'll refund you the money instantly. So. Um, I think we've had a couple people, you know, mention that they're wanting to blow it in the competition. You know, that's just kind of a a deal. Like we would love to have released this earlier, but any earlier, I think we would have missed some of the fine details that we actually put into this call. Right, right, right. I mean, like I said, they're, they were hand tuned and signed by you. I mean, the engraving on them took a good while because they're all numbered. And so every engraving is different. So you had to reset the engraver every single time. Um, and then, right. like I said, the wood boxes are engraved. Uh, I'll, I guess I'll put this out here too. Um, we got some like thank you cards that are going to be going with these. Um, like I said, just the fine details that we're trying to get right, and just really want yeah. everybody that buys these to know how much we appreciate each and every one of them. Uh, that you know, this has kind of been our relaunch into something that. I mean, me, Adam, and Heath, I think, care about a whole lot because we are cut-down right. guys. Right. And, you know, this is this is big for us and everybody that, you know, trusted us, you know, and spent the money. And, like, you know, we, we back it 100% and anything that we can do uh, after the fact, well, we'll, we'll go the I extra it, mile. I hope it boosts y'all growth of the company 100 times more than what y'all have already done. And it's it's been a fun ride so far, and this is – It I'm, has, but it's, it's been – it's been like I say cantankerous, but it's been nerve wracking at times, and at times it's been like man, ain't nothing to this. But again, what sounds good to me, what sounds good to you, might not sound good to somebody else. That's right. That's exactly right. But we can take care of that, no problem. If you get yeah. one, if you don't, if you don't like it, get a hold to Adam or Zach, or get a hold to me, and I promise you, I'll make it right. I'll get it to where you want it. Yeah, and I can't promise anybody anything about at the expo, but I imagine a lot of people buying this call are probably pretty local. If you're buying a cut down, you know, you would think you right. would be pretty local. If you are at the Delta Expo and you want it worked on a little bit, um, this is Heath's call. I really don't want to touch it, but if you want me to touch it, I will touch it. But I'm probably going to make you sign I'll, a waiver. I'll have, I'll have my stuff with me. Like, yeah, let's say I Heath will be I'll there, be able to, but he's busy. Right, I doubt I'll be able to do anything with him Saturday because I'll be busy with our contest. But Friday, if you got one, and you need a little bit more, a little bit less, holler at me. Right. I'll have my stuff with me. And that's also, you know, one more thing I'll add before we before we end this one is that all the calls, all the kings that were taken to Delta, um, I, I have tuned myself, and I have left enough to where I can work on them some more for you because especially with the limited Delta run, they're only going to be available there. Um so I, you know, everybody that buys it can blow it, and whatever they want added or taken away can be done. And so that's kind of why I've left them. Maybe they've definitely been touched on. That kind of sounded funny, right? Right. But um, I, I've left a little bit, um, maybe a little bit less than what I would do personally, just so I can custom it, tune it to you as you're standing in front of me, and that way we don't have to send it back and forth to each other three times before it's good for you. Um, and Heath, I'm sure you've been there before, but uh, oh man, that's right. I mean, I've always told the guys, I do like, oh man, if you need more or need less, let me know. 
I'll play shipping for the call back to me, get it right, send it right back to you. That's right. But, and I'd say the same for us here. You know, they, these first 50 are Heaths, and I'd be willing to say that he'd be more than happy to work on our, you know, regular lineup for, you know, whatever y'all work out between each other. But, you know, that this is, you know, this is a Heath Van Landingham based call, and, you know, he, he knows it. You know, he's going to know it just as well or better than we do here. Um, right, right. So, because he's already tuned 50 of them. I hadn't tuned 50 of them yet. Uh, you're fixing to buddy oh i'm finna to i'm finna tune over 100 of them i think you're fixing to i'm gonna have to take some excedrin a couple times a day from what it's looking like (laughs) we're excited and hope everybody else is too Uh, can't wait for to get the feedback and to get them in people's hands and make this cut down a a household name in the cut down world and that exactly it's been a fun ride so far like you said it's been you know not frustrating at times, but like you wanted it, you wanted it done and right the first time, and that just didn't happen for us. Right. Like I said, we've right. been we've been back on this call, back and forth on this call for, I mean, it, even if the talk started a year ago, the yeah, the working on the actual call has been well over six to eight months at least. Yeah, I mean, because we were working, on, I had samples during duck season that I was using, so right people. I mean, I. I think we pretty much kept it hush hush. Now there's a few people I told about it, right. threatening them with their life. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think it was a shocker to people when it was announced. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so too. Just because I don't know that anybody was expecting BG calls to have a cut down because we're like I said, right. we're, we're born right. out of a main street, but you know, new right. ownership and stuff. Now, I mean, the That's owners, right. the, the owners, a cut down guy, and so am I. That's and right. you know right. that. You know, even though I didn't sign up for it, if if I am, if we're taking a camera, more than likely I have to be in front of it talking, and I have a radio face, so that really don't help me out too much. Yeah, I'm the podcast I guy. Cameras. I hate cameras, but I, I just kind of like to fly under the radar. So when people ask for your, a picture with you at Delta, we're going to blur your face out like they do the Navy SEALs. I just put one, just put one of them big old yellow happy faces in front of my <laughs> big ugly mug. Nobody want a picture of me, I promise you. I'd break the camera. But he will be signing foreheads. He's already committed to that. Uh, who's, who's Ethan Terry? I got he's got it coming. He's gonna <laughs> have it right across his forehead on my signature. There you go. Matches. Hopefully matches his call. I know he said he was wanting to get one. So yeah, we gotta. There's a. I know that especially on your posts and 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 in the all things cut down like some of the. Even the the bigger names, I'd say, in that page, if you know what I mean, have, are, are right. excited for it, and that that kind of right. fires me up too. So, um, yeah, so like, I hope this not only the one that the king. I hope it does well, but I just hope that this new the king lineup. I guess you should say. I hope that model just does well for y'all. Man, I do too. And it, like I said, the signature series and the king are the same thing. Uh, the signature right. series is Heath's calls because he took them himself and tuned them and signed them. Um, but it's the same exact home board. I mean, besides, yep. the only difference is Heath working on them a little bit, um, but it's based off of his call. And, you know, it, it, the description will always say based off of Heath Van Landingham's round hole. I mean, that's because that's that at its roots, that's what it is. And, you know, give credit where credit's due on it. Um, and I think another thing. Some people are going to be surprised at that that tone board looks nothing like a Mondo. <laughs> Man, I you don't comment on that. I was so fired. Contrary to what some people believe, <laughs> that tone board looks nothing like a Mondo. It does not, <laughs> and neither does the insert. I mean, I, I don't no, know. No, I mean, 
I can see some similarities in that and maybe the Mondo insert about the bail on the bottom, but I mean, I mean nah, you know. Unless it's a, a, a based off an old, most of them have a bail. I mean, right. How, I would say at least they have a flared tip to them just because of the open exhaust. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. I think even Devin had some calls at one time that had a flared tip on them. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I want to say the Duke that he's got might. Hold on. That's what I was looking for. I've got one of them rascals he gave me last year. At the yeah, he let, me blow it, he let me blow it at Delta last year, and I really liked it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's he blew the, he blew that in the, the cut-down competition. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, it's got a flare in it, don't it? Yes. Right, yeah. I'm not sure if this one here is the one who blew in the contest or not, but is it brown? he had it there with it. Yep. That's the one he handed me that he had blown in the contest. I think he handed Brown with a black band on it? Pretty sure. I don't know if that's the one he there. had, but yeah, he let me blow it. it. it was, yeah, I'm getting the one I have here is Brown with a black band on it. Whether it's the same one he blew in the contest, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. It's, I, it's a nice call. But what we can say is that we hand sketched this call. It, I mean, it was not like, hmm, take a Mondo and, and flare it a little bit, maybe make the bell a little right, bit bigger. Right. It was hand sketched right. on a piece of paper, and we actually have that with a date on it. So <laughs> nobody can yeah, say y'all's otherwise. Hand, y'all's, y'all's hand sketch was a little bit better than my hand sketch. <laughs> well, we I, I think what we ended up doing was taking a lot of different ideas and putting them together. Right. Um, right. I know when we, when we were talking to the machinist, I mean – we took what we liked out of one and put it on like if we liked the the lip on one and the barrel on the other and the band on one right. and the belt, you know, we all just put it together and, you know, came up with what we got and I think it's a pretty yep. slick shape. I don't think it's right. You know, it's, and Chris did a Chris did an amazing job on it too. We yeah, he's I think so too. And these are he's done a slick. great job on it. I've got one just in front of me just to look at while we're talking about it, but and man, I'm gonna be honest. I'll put this out there before we hop off here that I was unsure of your color combination choice. I was like, he wants what? And I'm gonna tell you, I'll tell you where that comes from. I will right. tell you. Come on with it. And my little short buddy that lives in Bernice, Louisiana. <laughs> I think I know you. Mr. Devin Singleton. Mr. Devin Singleton. Me and him was talking about it because he he's one of the ones that knew about it before it come out. Yeah. And me and him was throwing ideas back and forth to each other about colors. And he said, you know what would look sharp? And I said, what's that? He said that diamond, uh, double black micarta, tan band, and a camo insert. His wheels got to spinning in my head. Yep. I said, you know, you're right. So that is where I'll give a shout out to Devin on that color combo. Well, that's where it come from was Devin. Well, yeah. That, okay. So that's we can we can take the color combination from another call company. That's what we can say. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but Adam told me what you were wanting. I sat there and I was like, I was in his office in his chair. And I was like, he. He wants what? I was like, it took I'm... me a while once Devin mentioned it, and I got thinking, man, I think it'll look pretty good. And I just want everybody on here that's listening to this, I want everybody to know that I spent 45 minutes staring at tan paint in the paint store to match these <laughs> this band on this call, and I about had a panic attack just sitting in Michael's for 45 <laughs> minutes staring at the same, like, three colors. And, God, dude, I hate picking out paint. And you look at it, you look at it and tell y'all I wanted my favorite color. What's that? Y'all, you would have been looking at fifty purple calls right in front of you right now. <laughs> well, see, that's that's another thing, and you know, we'll have a an all black call in our lineup, and right. we're, we're gonna do it traditional style engraving. Um, right. 
but the rest of them don't. But I'm thinking about holding a few of them back, engraving them like the other ones, like with the modern style engraving that we're doing. Right, and I was thinking right. about doing some black and purple, black and red, black and orange, you know, some yeah, some cool colors like that. Right. You can throw a pink in there. Dude, it would sell. I'm telling you, we did that one time with some with a few that we got of the Audible and like a white pearl. I think we painted right. that red, blue, orange, and those were the first calls off the table at the show. Like, really? Uh, yeah. They were one-on-one, man. That's right. So, That's right. But, man, yeah, we're – we're super excited, and I guess, you know, tonight, for everybody that's listening tonight. Right, Tonight's right. the night, and uh, everybody that's listening, it's on our website, www.buckgardner.com, uh, 6 p.m. Central Time. I will hit go, and they will be going. Um, and and I hope they're gone as soon as you hit the button. I do, too, and and unfortunately, I think there's more than 50 people I wish that could get one. Uh, that I wish to. we could get one. Wish everybody that wanted one could get one. I do too, but I mean that's kind of the the downside of the upside, I guess, is that right. uh, this is a cool thing that we're doing, but we can only do so many, you know. That's um, right. But there's more to come for everybody. That's what you could do with this call. But you know, right. I have my flair. You have your flair. Adam will have that's his. Right. They'll. I mean, but they'll all be. They 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 all have the capability to be tuned how you want them. Um, that's right there's enough, there's enough as you, yeah. you mentioned a while ago enough meat on the tone board mm-hmm. that it can be done any way they want it yep and I think like dude I honestly think you could take any call and make it fit somebody it don't matter what it is but this oh, one yeah. I know yeah. you can because I've messed with enough now I know you know the sweet spot at least for me right um, right no it's, it's it's for me too man you talked about a while ago we both mentioned that same spot mm-hmm. and that, I think that just kind of speaks to maybe just I wouldn't say how good the call is that kind of sounds a little arrogant but there ain't much that you got to do to get that thing to run and no because when when we got the final sample in literally I didn't cut a reed I, I put the cork in it and I was like he was right this is it that's, <laughs> so, that's right when I when I got it from Chris I never touched the tone board I put a cork and a reed in and blew it so who we I hope everybody Ooh. else has the same opinion and I, I think we it, it, I hope they do too I hope they do too and if they don't I hope they give us the opportunity to make that call fit them. Yeah, because like I said, I mean, just speaking for us here, we'll do whatever we got to do because this is kind of the direction we want to go. This is what right. this is our roots, and this is why we chose Heath Van Landingham to help us with it. Because I mean, when you think of cut downs, you can't help without going with the HV, if you know what I mean. Like that's <laughs> you got to mention it if you're talking about cutting cut downs or cutting calls. Um, so I, I, again, thank you for the help, and you know, glad. Man, that, thank you all for the opportunity. I appreciate it. And, uh, we're gonna hit the woods together this year. I promise you that. Well, we sure are, and maybe we'll just have to put a smiley face over you because uh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. Maybe I'll just stand behind you. Maybe you, or stand behind the tree or something. Get some live action. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. <laughs> or maybe, or even a better idea. We'll just leave the cameras at the shop, and we'll just go out and have a good hunt. Hey, that sounds good, man. Anyway, anyway, we can do it. I'll be more than happy to go. I promise you that. That's right, and I'm sure we'll figure that out. And man, looking forward to duck season. Looking forward to the king. And man, thank yes, y'all sir. for for tuning in to today, Heath. Thank you for your time. I know paper hey, mill got you a busy man, but um, Ooh, man, something else. It's hot outside. They took me but... serious, and I told them I want to go to work for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, but man, we're looking forward to uh, Delta and seeing everybody there, and 
again, thanks yes, everybody sir. for tuning in. And thank you again for your time, Heath. Yes, sir. Thank you.